following is a presentation of WYM, Westminster Youth Ministry. In this series, What is the Church? We're looking at how we as the body of Christ can live out life in community together, looking at ways that the church should function, how it shouldn't function, what it's for, what it's not for, and how we can better encourage one another as believers. We hope you enjoy. Everybody got Bibles? Let's get started here. Can I get a volunteer to pray for us? Mr. Gallagher, thank you. Alright. Dear Father God, thanks for today that you know, we get to come together and uh, learn about your word, learn new things that we didn't know, and explore more in what you have created. Amen. Amen. We're going to continue tonight our series on the church. And tonight we're going to look at the church as a place where truth is proclaimed, especially among its believers. Let me start with this opening illustration here. This is about a guy named Alexander Adams. He was a vice marshal in Britain during World War II. And after the Battle of Britain, he was driving to where his headquarters were. And there was a closing of the road going into where he was supposed to go. And there was a couple of police that were stationed there to keep people from going on this road. The guy, he stopped. Alexander Adams stopped and said, well, why can't I go through? And the policeman said, well, there's an unexploded bomb in the middle of the road up there. You don't want to go through. This thing could go off any second. He said, sorry, I can't let you through. It's likely to go off. And then he, he caught a glimpse of the guy's uniform and realized that this is one of the most powerful men in the British Army. And he said, oh, oh well, I didn't realize you were... You were such and such. And he said, well, you can go through. Is that good advice? No. 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 Is that good truth for that guy? Like, no, because of who you are, you can pass through where this unexploded bomb is and risk your life. That's bad wisdom. It's not good truth. He realized who this guy was, and instead of telling him what he should have heard, don't go through there because it's dangerous. He said, no, of course you can go through. That's bad wisdom. It's not good truth. The church is to be a place where we share the truth of God with one another. And that should be something that we do regularly. As always on Sunday nights, I'm going to split you all into groups. So let's do this side right here. Let's do Carebeth, Couch, Gallagher, and then everybody else in this last group right here. Micah, your group is going to look up the entire Psalm 15. It's just a few verses. Middle area, y'all are going to do 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 and 6. 1 John 1, chapter 5 and 6. And then last group, y'all will do John chapter 8, 31 to 38. John chapter 8, 31 to 38. And again, y'all are doing the whole of Psalm 15. Take a few minutes, read this together, and here's the questions I want you all to ask amongst yourselves. Y'all ready? Listening? Everybody listening? What truth is happening here, and why is it important that the church proclaims this truth? So take a few minutes, we'll come back together, and then we'll wrap up. Is everybody clear on the question? The question is, what does that passage tell us about truth, and why is that important for the church to teach that to one another? Okay, y'all ready? Again, tonight we're talking about the church is a place where we proclaim truth to one another. I can tell you things that aren't good for you, and they could be truth for me. But again, they're not good 
for you. Just like that guy said, oh, of course you can go through because of who you are. But it's not safe, no matter who goes through there. Again, if I'm telling you something and it's not good for you, that's not, that's not me proclaiming God's truth to you. And we should be always looking out for one another. We should always be proclaiming God's truth to one another. So let's start with Psalm 15. Will somebody from that group read to us? Go ahead. O Lord, who shall sojourn in your tent? Who shall dwell in your holy hill? He who talks blamelessly does not does what is right and speaks truth in his heart. What does not slander? What does come at you? Does not refer to his neighbor, nor takes up the reproach against his friend, and whose eyes a veiled person is disguised, but who honors those who fear the Lord, who swears to his own hurt, and does not choose, who does not put out his own fingers, interest, and does not take a bribe against the According to what David is saying in Psalm 15, what is he telling us about truth? Um, well, it says uh, that we need to speak truth, but then not just speak it, have it in our hearts, really. Okay. And then also, uh, if we do that, it will be basically planted in the word because God's word is truth Jesus is truth um, and so like at the end it says he who does these things shall never be moved so will be unwavering okay. and that's important for the church because it's not healthy to have a church that's constantly well one taking bribes but also like swaying to whichever is the newest thing so. Mm-hmm. yeah so there's a positive influence that's happening here he who walks blamelessly and does what is right he who does not slander with his tongue or does no evil to his neighbor. He who does not put his own money at interest, doesn't take bribes against the innocent. Those who are walking uprightly and those who are trusting in God's word, they're going to have a positive influence to those around them. Leaning on God's word helps sanctify us. It's good for us. So when we speak God's truth to our own hearts, it has effects. So if I am growing in God's word, that means hopefully you all are influenced by that. And the same goes for all of you. If Austin's growing in the Word, it has influences to his friend groups. What are the results of us pursuing truth together? Does that mean we'll never struggle or go through hard things? No, but we'll stay rooted in the truth and never get lost. Yeah, and if we as the church are reminding each other of that, that is a good thing. So the church is to be a place where we aim to be unmoved. Now, that doesn't mean that we just show up at church and try and put on a good face and make sure that nobody else has moved around us and everybody's good. It means we try and live that out so that our lives are a reflection of what's going on in our hearts. And we proclaim this to one another. Do you all know somebody that whenever you're around them, you instantly feel like like growing in the Lord? Because they're such a spiritual person, they're such a, uh, a person that loves Jesus, that that love affects you? Think about that. We all have at least somebody like that in your life, whether it's a grandma or a parent. There are certain people that when they walk into a room, it instantly changes the feel of the room. Sometimes people love the Lord so much that it bleeds out into our lives and affects us. It's contagious. That's what the church is to be to one another. Our love for Jesus and our love for truth should affect each other. 
Okay, how about 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 and 6? Who would like to read that? Hey, read it for me. <laughs> uh, this is the message we have heard from him and proclaimed to him, that God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. So what is this teaching us about truth? Well, it says that God is light in him, through, in, in him there is no darkness at all, at all, which means that if we truly are walking in him, then we shouldn't really have any darkness. Okay. What else? Let me frame it with this question. So in that first passage, we talked about how we're to have positive influences on each other. What is the other side of that? Not only are we to be positive influences, but we're not to be negative influence. What does that particular passage tell us about how our not walking in the light can affect others? It says that you will lie and do not practice the truth. Yeah, we're spreading lies if we say that we love God and love his truth and then our lives don't reflect that. And how can that affect somebody? We can be setting terrible examples for others if we're not careful. Y'all have that one person or two or three, maybe all of your friends are like this, I don't know. Y'all have somebody in mind who they say that they're a believer and you're like, there's no way. (laughs) The way that they live, there's no way that they're following Jesus with all the decisions they make. Maybe that's you. I don't know. If we're living in darkness, that can affect the people around us. If we're constantly living contrary to what scripture says, then that's going to affect others. Maybe that means that we, through our actions, convince other people to sin. Maybe that means through the way that we, we treat scripture and the church, we affect people's opinions on scripture in the church. So not only are we to be positive influences to people, but we're to be careful to not be negative influences to people. The church is to be a place that lives in the light and not in the darkness. And we're to proclaim that to each other. That can be hard sometimes because it means we have to have difficult conversations, but that's okay. All right. John chapter 8, verses 31 to 38. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are truly in my disciples. And you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And they answered him, We are offspring of Abraham, and have never been enslaved with you. How is it that you say you will become free? Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, anyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are offspring with Abraham. Can't you seek to kill me because my word, find, my word finds no place in you? I speak of what I have seen with my father, and you do what you have heard from your father. Okay, what does this teach us about truth? <laughs> yes, it does. It teaches about truth. What does it teach us about truth? You told me to give my answer from earlier. Truth, so <laughs> <laughs> okay, somebody, yeah, exactly. somebody else from that group. Uh, or Jack. You can, you can give me verse 32. It. it says the truth will set you free. So, it's just basically the truth is that Jesus. What does the truth set us free from? Sin. Okay. Evil. Sin and the power of sin. It means that we're able to choose God. We're able to choose 
life and choose good things, as opposed to before we knew Christ, all we could do is choose our sin. Okay, so, yes. Uh, this is John 8, verses 31 to 38. So sometimes we may not be living in utter darkness. Sometimes we may be struggling with something, and that's okay. Sometimes we need help. According to this passage, where does Jesus point us to to be strengthened? Where are we to abide? In His Word. God's Word points us towards truth, and that's how we are to live. It helps us to remain focused on Him. In verse 31, He says, If you abide in My Word, you are truly My disciples, and you will know the truth. The truth will set you free. That doesn't mean that if you aren't really good at reading your, your Bible or your Scriptures, that you're not a believer. But what it does mean, if you don't care at all about what God's Word means for you, then you need to really think hard about that and what that means for your life. Because if we don't have a love for God's scriptures, if we don't have a love for God's word, then we're not going to be pursuing the things that we should be pursuing. The church is to be a place where we remind each other of how good God is and how good his word is for us. All right, lastly, let's turn to 3 John, verses 1 to 4, and I'll close with this. Yes. First John, uh, sorry, Third John, chapter two, chapter one, because there's only one chapter. There is, there's three. Okay, Third John. I'll read verses one to four, and then we'll close. And this is John writing to. Somebody named Gaius, uh, who's at one of the churches. So keep that in mind. This is John writing. The elder to the beloved Gaius, whom I love in truth. Beloved, I pray that all may go well with you, and that you may be in good health as it goes well with your soul. For I rejoice greatly when the brothers came and testified to your truth, as indeed you are walking in the truth. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. Let me read that last verse again. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. Now, this is John writing this, but I think we can apply that same joy and love to how Jesus feels about us as we're walking in the truth. So what does this tell us about truth? What does it do? It brings joy, and it brings joy to John. It also brings joy to God. What is that, in a sense? If we're bringing joy to God, that's worship. We're to proclaim God's goodness and truth through worship. And if we're walking in the truth, then that brings God joy. And that brings Him a joy that shows He wants us to know Him better. It brings glory to Him. Even as we worship together, we're proclaiming truth to one another. Even as we sing songs and as we say the words of our confessions or the Apostles' Creed, what we're doing is we're proclaiming a truth not only to God and saying, Lord, this is what we believe, but also it's what we believe to one another. And that's good for us to do. Okay? Let me close with this. There are a lot of parts to an airplane, correct? Yes. How many parts do you think are in an airplane? Six. 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 More than six. Oh, <laughs> Ten. 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 Ten.
Okay? Now, let me ask you this question. Let's say there's 20,000 parts to an airplane. Okay? What? 367,000 parts in an airplane. Okay? Can any one of those parts fly on their own? No. Why? Because they all work together. The church is the function in that same way. For the sake of the analogy. For the sake of the analogy, yes. We are to work together to do what? To, to not to form an airplane, but to achieve a common goal, which is what, Micah? To learn more about God, to make disciples. To what else? Micah, you were saying something? To be fishers of men, to spread God's word. Okay, We have a goal as the church. We can't do that on our own. Just as parts of an airplane can't fly on their own, we as the church have a responsibility to proclaim truth to one another so that we can yes. so that we can bring glory to God, which is what we're here for. The church is the place that we are to live that out. So my, my closing question for you tonight, and you don't have to answer this out loud, is are you living that out? Is that something that you can honestly say yes I'm loving Jesus, and I want to proclaim truth to those around me. If you can't answer that, and you don't even know how to answer that, that's okay. It's okay. We all have room that we can grow in. We all have ways that we need to grow. But I want to challenge you to think about how you, as an individual, as part of a body that has a common goal, how can you pour into that? And how can you step into that and proclaim truth to the people around you, to the people at the churches that we go to, and to our families and to our neighbors. How can we proclaim truth to those around us? So that's my challenge for you tonight. Think about that question. Let me pray for us. There's plenty more food. Y'all can crank up the games again, and uh, we'll just hang out for a little bit. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you that we can come together and goof off and eat food and spend time together. But we thank you for time that we can spend reading your word. I do pray that you would help us to be truth bearers to one another, or that we would look at your scriptures and know that it is good, and that that would affect everyone in this room. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. We hope this has been helpful for you, and keep an eye out for new audio upcoming from WYM.